0: next is worship that's the second pillar there's faith worship wisdom and destiny here's a verse for you psalm one fifteen one from the amplified not to us O lord not to us but to your name give glory for your mercy and loving kindness and for the sake of your truth and faithfulness amen i have a photo i took three christmases ago when my daughter was six she likes to play with nativity scenes and she had set hers up on the piano bench on the carpet below, she had posed her elegantly dressed doll, a southern belle, I think. And the doll's hands were raised so that when I walked in, the doll was below, hands raised toward the manger, which was sitting up probably two or three feet above. And it was so apparent the doll was worshiping baby Jesus. So I had to go take a picture, and I treasure that photo. I will keep it forever. And I treasured it even more when Victoria, now 10, says, Mama, let's listen to some Jesus music. And then she asked me to turn it up so she can sing along and praise to her creator, Daddy God. She especially likes to do that with Carmen. She's grown up on his music, and I can tell you his music has been quite a powerful catalyst in my life. Check it out. She sings Amazing Grace and some other songs sometimes. and It's just such a pure little heart that she has. I know Daddy God is smiling, and the angels are marveling. And although Victoria is still working on overcoming worshiping in public to a point... Her heart toward the Lord is love. She worships. But worship is so much more than music or even just singing. The worship of God often involves singing and playing of instruments, but it comprises so much more. And as Darlene Schick, the worship leader at Hillsong Church in Australia, writes in her book, Extravagant Worship, worship should be a way of life with many facets of expression. Amen. I'll add that true worship is not an act we perform. It's love and thanksgiving, adoration and awe, and total focus on the creator and sustainer of life, the victorious warrior king, Jesus, the one who calls himself Daddy God to all who believe in and receive him. It flows from our hearts when we pause to wonder at his devotion to us. And to paraphrase Dr. Miles Monroe in his book, The Purpose and Power of Praise and Worship, praise is what man does to give God glory, and worship is God's response. The Lord sees and hears and rewards us who honor him. Indeed, if you've been in the presence of God, especially in a corporate setting, there's nothing like it. In God's presence, everything leaves except peace and joy, exaltation, and depending on what's going on in your life, repentance. But even that repentance is bittersweet because we have the reassuring presence of god to know that he's there to help us even though there's things he's correcting in our lives at that moment if we're repenting we know we know we know without a shadow of a doubt that he is love that he died for us that all he has is good for us and that he is delivering and freeing us to an even better life in him glory to god so why do we worship every human worships something what are you worshiping Every human worships something because God created us that way to esteem a power greater than ourselves. And on the other hand, why do many of us worship God? Well, first, it's a command. We were created to worship God, like Luke 4, 8 says, and God alone is worthy. When we worship him truly, we give our Lord glory by showing the angelic and demonic beings the results of our appreciation for his unconditional love. As Pastor Tracy says, angels don't understand grace, they go by the law. And the holy angels worship the Lord constantly and purely. But God created us humans with a free will so that when we worship, we choose to worship because it is a choice. That is even more precious to him. Hallelujah. Lord, help us to worship you in spirit and in truth. Personally, the closer I get to God and the more I realize all he's done for me, the more compelled I am to worship. I can't help it. It just comes out. I just get overwhelmed sometimes with how good he is in spite of me, how patient he is, how loving, how kind, how generous, how very, very faithful. So the worship just flows up out of my spirit, which is my heart. I can't stop it. I don't try. In fact, I was a Baptist for years. But once God finally got my hands up, which is called Yodah in Hebrew, that means to raise your hand and praise your worship of the Lord. Once he got my hands up, I can't stop it. I get in a church service, the worship starts, those hands go up. And it's wonderful. It's a freedom. I don't care what other people think. I'm not there to please other people. I go to church, as we all should, to please the Lord. If no one else showed up, I'd be there worshiping. Well, the pastor would be there. He's very faithful, him and his wife. And my husband's faithful, but try it. Raise your hands. Don't let fear stop you. If you're a Christian bought by the blood of Jesus, you do not have the spirit of fear. Get rid of the fear. All the enemy wants to do is steal, praise, and worship for the Lord. He's jealous. The enemy was the worship leader in heaven. He messed up big time. He's kicked out. Okay? All he wants to do is steal worship from our Heavenly Father who deserves it. Glory to God.